Welcome to the coming apocalypse. Evangelist and pastor Paul Bagley will take you on a journey into the end times prophecy. He'll examine current world events and explain how they relate to the end times. For decades, Pastor Bagley has provided people all over the world with an understanding of today's world events from a biblical perspective. Now, here's your host, Pastor Paul Bagley. Welcome to the coming apocalypse. I'm Pastor Paul Begley, and today we're going to take a look at the specifically the sixth seal in the book of Revelation, the breaking of the sixth seal. Now, of course, in the book of Revelation, there are seven seals that John received inside information from the Lord of the end times. But the sixth seal specifically is so unique and so powerful and so earth-changing, we're going to take a look at it. One thing's for sure, folks. You want to be uh, ready when the Lord comes. You want to be a part of the bride that's caught up forever to be with the Lord. You do not want to be left behind, but many, many folks will. I'll show you all the challenges that are coming up in the breaking of the sixth seal. Be right back in just a moment. Megaquake 2020, Indianapolis, Indiana, May 1st and 2nd, the most anticipated conference of the year. We're going to be discussing Planet X, Nibiru, the pole shifts, the seas rising, the volcanoes, biblical signs from Revelation. We're bringing in the top minds, scientists, biblical scholars, astronomers, all of the people that will be talking about this. Don't miss this conference. I'll see you in Indianapolis. Are you serious? Are you ready to take a look at the breaking of the sixth seal? Well, let's go right to the word of the Lord. First of all, before we go to Revelation, you really should take a look at Matthew 24. Now, Jesus was asked the questions about the end times. What would be going on uh, during the last days? What would be the sign of his coming and the end of the world? And Jesus, in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, basically lays out the entire end times sequences of things that's going to take place. And one of the things he kept talking about was major earthquakes and different events, apocalyptic. Here's what it says in Matthew 24, verse 3. It says, And as he sat up on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed, that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places." These are, folks, the beginning of sorrows, no question. And so Jesus wanted to lay out just a few apocalyptic events that he knew would be coming in the last days. Well, let's go to Revelation, if you will, chapter 6, because the breaking of the sixth seal uh, is quite extraordinary. What an event. Now, we know that the four horsemen of the apocalypse have already ridden by this point the white horse, the conqueror, the antichrist, the red horse, the horse of war, the black horse with the pair of balances in its hands uh, with the economy completely 
uh, being reset, if you will, a global currency reset, a one world currency. You will have a one world government, a new world order, they say. Uh, the Antichrist will be the head. The false prophet will be his sidekick. There will be a one world system known as the mark of the beast managing these things. These are all part of the black horse of the apocalypse. And then, of course, the pale horse, which talks about uh, hell riding along with death, a time of great disease and problems. But then the fifth seal breaks, releasing upon the world uh, even more significant events with these underneath the altar of God, the souls that have died for the testimony of Jesus Christ, crying out to the Father, How long, O Lord, holy and true, will thou not judge and avenge our blood upon the inhabitants of the earth? Then it's the breaking of the sixth seal. Let's go to Revelation chapter 12, uh, Revelation 6, verse 12. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she's shaken of a mighty wind. Now, first of all, there's a solar eclipse. The sun becomes black. So you, for the sun to become black, something has to get in front of the sun and the earth. That would be a solar eclipse. But then it says the moon will be turned to blood or be red like blood. Well, that's a lunar eclipse. And it's impossible to have a solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse at the same time. But then there's the question. If there is this shaking in the heavens, which Jesus said the heavens are going to be shaken, like a fig tree cast its untimely figs. Here it is in Revelation. As she's shaken of a mighty wind. A lot of folks are studying right now what they call Planet X, or Nibiru, and how there's, there's tons of asteroids. We have, we've got so many asteroids now. Every day, we have a near miss of an asteroid. NASA can't even keep up with them. Matter of fact, NASA can't even discover them hardly, sometimes within a day of the approach, or sometimes within a few hours of the approach. And uh, there's meteorites, asteroids, earthquakes, volcanoes. I mean, extreme weather conditions. This year alone, let me just share this with you. Normally, this time of year, there would be 275, let's say, uh, tornadoes. So in, in April of 2017, you would normally have around 275 tornadoes or extreme storms or hail, okay? Uh, as of late April 2017, there was over almost 500 storms tornadoes, large hail, excessive straight-line winds. I mean, this is incredible. They've never seen anything like this uh, in the spring of 2017. So the heavens are shaken. The meteorites are increasing. The volcanoes <coughs> continue to erupt. And everything is accelerating in these last days. <clears throat> Let's take a look at this. So if all these things are going to happen, it says the heavens then depart as a scroll when it is rolled together and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. The kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the chief captains, the mighty men, every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the dens 
and in the rocks of the mountains. There is a significant, catastrophic, cataclysmic events going on. For the sun to be darkened and the moon to turn to blood and for the stars to be falling from the heavens, the heavens are being shaken. Now Jesus said in Luke 21, he said there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and the stress of nations with perplexity, the sea, the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, for looking after those things coming upon the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Again, shaking. And look what Apostle Paul said. If you go to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 26, Paul said, Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. There is going to be a breaking of the sixth seal, and let me just say this, whatever's going on in the spiritual world manifests in the physical. So we're going to see an apocalyptic event. Christ said there'd be signs in the heavens, we will see them. Christ said there will be all kinds of uh, not only distress of nations and, and, and perplexity or confusion, but men's hearts, of course, would be failing them for fear after looking after those things coming upon the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. The shaking's going on. The quaking's going on. The birthing pains of the end of the age, the coming of the Lord. Now, for you that are saved, there's no fear here. And I, I have to keep reiterating this. Oh, but what happens? This is just the signs of his coming. It's not the end of the world. It's not yet, remember? But what it is, it's certainly signs that the end is coming. Now, a lot of folks say, I, Pastor, I just don't want to be living in the last days. I'm sorry, you're in it. That's, that was your uh, lot in life. That's when we <laughs> came into the world. We could have been part of the early church. We could have been part of the Babylonian Empire days. This is the time that we are here. Let's take the full advantage of that opportunity, which is what it is. It's an opportunity, an opportunity to let our light shine to a lost and dying world. Now, the Lord hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. And so the Lord wants to bless you and keep you in these times that are going on. So there's going to be political turmoil. There's, look what's going on. I mean, all around the world, the political world's landscape has changed. We had the Brexit in the summer of 2016 with the United Kingdom exiting out of the EU. We have the Trump election the turmoil the entire summer of 2016 and his election, and he proclaims the end of globalism, the end of the globalistic one-world government movement where he says America first, tighten up the borders, you know, uh, and change some of the things, put, put America back to work, that kind of theme, stronger U.S. military. And now in France, they're in the midst of a tremendous election cycle where if uh, the candidate uh, Le Pen was to win the election, she's vowed to remove France from the EU, to tighten the borders, to change the visa programs, the immigration programs, deport those that have committed crimes. Sound very familiar. In other words, with the, with the United Kingdom leaving the EU and with the French leaving the EU and with America leaving the globalism ideal, <clears throat> you have a change going on 
that's sweeping across the world. But it does it does it mean the beast is going to go away, Pastor? Are you saying the beast is gone? Well, are we going to get past the beast? No. It means the beast will rise with ferocious teeth. If you read the book of Daniel, it says that this beast has teeth like iron, and he rips out three ribs out of his prey. In other words, can't just walk in softly. Uh, it's not going to happen. There's a resistance going on by the people of God, really, and those who love freedom. Go back to the break. So this sixth seal is going to break. And when it breaks, there's not only going to be heaven shaking, the moon turning dark, the, the moon turning red, the sun getting dark, the stars falling from the sky, but look at verse 14. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it's rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. I mean, we're talking about a cataclysmic event affecting the earth, and people will know that something major is taking place. It's because the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the only one to break the seals, has just broken the sixth seal of judgment and bringing a, a conclusion to a world that's been in turmoil, in chaos, in, in anger, in frustration, uh, it's God is saying, okay, we're going to bring this to a conclusion. It's a process, and I'm going to break every seal. And when we come back, I've just showed with you the physical e effects of the breaking of the seal. Then I'm going to show you the spiritual effects on mankind when we break the sixth seal. I'll be right back after this. Megaquake 2020, Indianapolis, Indiana, May 1st and 2nd, the most anticipated conference of the year. We're going to be discussing Planet X, Nibiru, the pole shifts, the seas rising, the volcanoes, biblical signs from Revelation. We're bringing in the top minds, scientists, biblical scholars, astronomers, all of the people that will be talking about this. Don't miss this conference. I'll see you in Indianapolis. All right, all right. So the sixth seal, folks, it breaks. But what happens? We know the earth's going to shake. We know the heaven's going to quake. We know my, my back will probably break if I was here. But what's going to happen to humanity? What's the reaction of the people? Well, take a look at this. In Revelation chapter 6, it says in verse 15, And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Now hold it just a minute. Wait a minute. Right now, kings of the world, many nations of the world are building underground cities. I mean, every, every nation, every modern nation is doing it. <clears throat> They're... In New Zealand, billionaires are buying, uh, buying locations under the mountains in New Zealand in preparation of escaping the coming apocalypse. This is, they're selling it for unbelievable amounts of money, these people. There are hospitals being built in some of these underground cities. The governments of the world are preparing for the worst catastrophe known to man. Now, when it, they, this is where a lot of the tax dollars go. You never hear about it. 
mainstream media will never tell you about it, but many government employees, I have spoken to, I don't even know how many, that have told me that they know they're being built. Matter of fact, I've talked to several who've been in these cities, contractors who have to deliver some of the uh, building material for these cities, have driven way into the, into the mountains, a mile, mile and a half, and then they come into this unbelievable cafeteria, people eating, tunnels with, with big vaults uh, going in different directions, massive facilities underground, and they'll, they're told to park their truck, leave the, the freight here, go into this one room, they give them coffee, so another dr truck comes, picks up the load, and drives further on into the, into the facility. After about an hour, the, another uh, trailer's brought back, set there, put his truck in it, and he leaves. He's never allowed to open the, the tr freight to see what's in it. It's on combination locks. There's no way to get in the truck, so he doesn't know what he's delivering, and he just knows he's taking an empty trailer back. They have government contracts. They're paid extremely well, and they don't even know what's being built down there. Well, it's underground cities. I've talked to others who have been in the cities. They know. And so part of this is mankind. Listen to what I'm telling you. It's not, this isn't sci-fi. I'm not telling you something that's on, you know, this isn't some movie. This is being done because the earth once was destroyed by water. And now there's the fear of a deep impact, a massive asteroid, or some type of cataclysmic tsunami earthquake from an asteroid, something they're preparing to protect themselves from. And so they're building their underground cities to be the ones that survive the apocalypse. Well, look what it says. I'll read it again. Revelation 6, verse 15. And the kings of the earth, the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. And they said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? Trying to survive the judgment of God, trying to escape the wrath of the Lamb of God, trying to escape the coming apocalypse that's coming upon the earth, the coming revelation, the coming unveiling. The, uh, look, they're never going to be able to do it. You can't get away from the Lord. Uh, you can get be like Jonah, you know, and get thrown off a ship and swallowed by a whale. You still can't hide from God. And you don't have to be... Uh, today you might say, well, pastor, I'm not going to get that drastic. You know, I'm not, not worried about that. I'm just going to, I don't even know if there is a God. I'm, I'm kind of atheistic. I'm just going to do what I want. Well, that, that, that's why you're watching the show, because you're really not atheistic. I mean, you wouldn't be watching this show. You know something's coming. Matter of fact, Hollywood knows it. Uh, the entertainment industry is constantly talking about it. There's movies made up about it. There, there's, there's reports on different uh, networks everywhere talking about end times. The problem is they don't have the answer. I don't have nothing to fear. There, the, look, there's no fear in the end times. It's the coming of the Lord. Let's go back to that verse I've been quoting out of Luke 21, verse 25, when he said, For there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars 
and distress of nations with perplexity, the sea, the waves roaring, men's hearts failing for fear, for looking after those things coming upon the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, he said, look up, don't, don't go hide, but look up, lift up your head, for your redemption is drawing nigh. Folks, Jesus Christ is coming. And uh, we're beginning to see turmoil in the world in many different areas. Tension is rising. Uh, and the, the globalists are concerned they'll never have enough food to feed all the people. They're concerned that we're going to run out of energy and the ability to have, produce enough oil or enough coal. They're looking for carbon energy. They're looking for green energy. They're looking for maybe even Tesla technology, pulling the energy from the atmosphere down and working at solar energy. Mankind is looking for a way to survive instead of understanding that it's easy. Accept Christ, and mankind will survive in Christ Jesus. If you want to be immortal, it's not a problem. You can be born again and then be changed uh, in the moment of a twinkling of an eye when the Lord comes. You can have a glorified body likened to the Lord where you'll live forever in a glorified, powerful, immortal state through the joy and the power that we receive through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. But some folks want to be immortal. They're looking in different avenues. Could they do it through some other type of DNA manipulation or some kind of bionic uh, technology? They're looking for a way to do it without having to repent and come to God. Mankind is infatuated. He's obsessed with his ability to be in his own control and to do it his way and to do it against the will of God. This is because Lucifer has been fighting humanity since the day that... Um, he deceived Eve in the garden, and the Lord spoke to the serpent and said, I'll put enmity between your seed and the seed of the woman, all right? And uh, she will bruise your head, and it will bruise his heel. Speaking of Jesus Christ going to the cross, dying upon a cross, yes, his body was broken upon that cross. He was beaten, battered. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. But still, he gave himself a, a ransom. He gave himself a, a lamb led to the slaughter. He, he gave his life for the sins of humanity. And then he rose from the dead, taking the keys of hell and death, arriving on the scene victorious over death, hell, and the grave. He conquered sin, sickness, poverty, and spiritual death the day that he rose from the grave. Lucifer has lost. We're on the winning side. Let the heavens shake. Let the earth quake. Let all of everything else break. The sixth seal, let it break. Jesus Christ is coming, and he's coming after you that are ready. I'm excited today about the fact that people are coming to Jesus Christ, that are being born again, being set free from the bondage of sin. And so I'm telling you right now, I baptized 153 people a few weeks ago and one Sunday afternoon in Dallas, Texas, it was one of the, it, the people were all around the swimming pool. They were down the hallway, waiting in line. They, they were singing. It was the one, and then all of a sudden there was thunder, uh, and they had it was a, a swimming pool there, and there was thunder above us, 
and lightning was striking for a few minutes, but then the thunder a little bit more. The people kept coming. The, the storm then went away. The, all of a sudden, the, the skies parted. The, the sun just, light came right down onto the pool area, and we baptized 153 people on that Sunday afternoon in Dallas, Texas. Don't tell me God isn't setting the captives free. He's saving, and he'll save you. I'll be right back with more Breaking the Sixth Seal in just a moment. Megaquake 2020, Indianapolis, Indiana, May 1st and 2nd, the most anticipated conference of the year. We're going to be discussing Planet X, Nibiru, the pole shifts, the seas rising, the volcanoes, biblical signs from Revelation. We're bringing in the top minds, scientists, biblical scholars, astronomers, all of the people that will be talking about this. Don't miss this conference. I'll see you in Indianapolis. For Horsemen of the Apocalypse, a four DVD set that looks into the most controversial subjects of the end time prophecies. The Four Horsemen. Oh yes, we're talking about the white one, the red, the black, the green, all of these phases of the breaking of the seals in these end times. Are you ready for the challenge? Well, get this DVD set only at my website at paulbegleyprophecy.com. All right, all right, folks, listen. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back, and you want to be ready. You want to be ready because the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son in the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. And I believe there's some that are watching right now that, Maybe you're saying, Pastor, I need to get saved. I need to get right with God. I'm not saved, and I, and, and I, and I want to be ready when the Lord should come, for he's coming like a thief in the night when you least expect him. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to be saved today. I want to be set free from the bondage of sin. I know that I'm a sinner, and I'm calling upon the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ, I'm asking for forgiveness, Lord. I'm repenting of my sins. I'm confessing my sins to God. I'm asking for my life to be changed, to come into my heart, Jesus, to set me free, to wash me in the precious blood and fill me with the Holy Ghost. I want to be set free. I want my name written in the Lamb's book of life. So right here today, I believe. I believe and I receive. Jesus Christ is my Savior. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name, I am saved. Praise the Lord. Amen. Why don't you contact us? Let us know what God has just done in your life. You can write us. We'd love for you to write us and just tell us what the Lord has done for you. You can go to my website at www.paulbegleyprophecy.com. That's www.paulbegleyprophecy.com. Go to my website, click on the contact. There you can uh, contact us right there. You can check out all of our events on the calendar. I do a live broadcast every day, Monday through Friday, from 12 noon Eastern to 2 p.m. Eastern, live on the Internet, live streaming with chat rooms. You can get involved right in the chat room and even chat with me. I'll be talking to the people in the chat room. We want to reach you any way we can, and we just want to say God bless you. 
thank you for watching. As a matter of fact, many of you have said you really enjoy these broadcasts. Would you please write us, let us know that, help us out. Let's make a difference in the world.